Reverend Tamar White Wolf. Uh, yes. Um, born a Leo on August 1st and raised in the Beaches, Toronto, Ontario area. She moved to Barrie in 1989. Her early years of 1974 and to 92, she advocated and lobbied for the better childcare, greater pay, which she succeeded in achieving and upgrading to the Day uh, Nursery Act. Uh, she spent 20 years in early childhood education. <clears throat> and uh, Reverend Tamara Whitewolf in the late 90s had created Earth and Sky Connection, an alternative spirit shop providing the community seekers with spiritual, magical products, workshops, and services. This shop is presently operating under her beloved longtime apprentices, Andrea and Michelle. In September 2020, after COVID hit, Reverend Tamer, her mother, and her son Skylar, and his uh, partner decided it was time to follow a dream of opening another shop in the West Coast. And so Reverend Tamer now lives in a log house with her mom, her son and partner in a heritage home on the same property in a remote village on a few acres in a valley called South Wellington, BC, Vancouver Island, Nanemo. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, Reverend Tamara Whitewolf, she um, provides, she presently works at her chapel, Sacred Temples, providing weddings, memorials, blessings, counseling, workshops, and psychic sessions. Her items at this, at this location will be handcrafted sacred items all forms of herbs, live dried tea blends, concoctions, uh, salves, tinctures, oils, incense, resins, soaps, candles, medicine bundles and sticks, large and small crystals, raw, polished, faceted and jeweled, mm, beautiful jewelry <laughs> and spiritual bundles are presently in this shop, online shop you can shop there and um, her website is Earth Sky Connections uh, or you can find her at www.tomorrowwhitewolf.com 
and uh, Skylar uh, Pink and with uh, Kirsty Lynn, uh, dear friend Andrea Whitewolf, will be creating a mobile unit to travel the fairs and markets while Reverend Tamer Whitewolf develops a new shop on her new property, uh, which we already described what she's offering, coming this summer, 2022. And you can visit her in person on Zoom online or her website, where she has a scheduler in order for you to book her sessions, psychic astrology, shamanic spiritual consulting, uh, counseling, and she can also be found on social media platforms like, you know, Facebook or TikTok. And her favorite, Tamar uh, Whitewell's favorite quote is, everything in moderation, even moderation, as above, so below. Watch where you are going now, where you are walking, and wh where you've been walking, where you're walking. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, her favorite mantra is to the creator Chi Miigwech, these words of thanks in the Ojibwe language to receive with an open mind and heart continued wisdom. And Reverend Tamara Whitewolf is an ordained minister, death doula, shaman, spiritualist, spiritual counselor, life coach, medicine woman, herbalist energy healer, psychic seer, and teacher of esoteric occult, shamanic medicine ways. And with us here, uh, she is on this episode uh, for us to uh, kind of discuss uh, grief, uncertainty, and life-changing events where there is joy to be found, new horizons to experience, or paths to relinquish in this sacred space here and now to share from her experiences these many insights openly with us. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much for such a such a blessed introduction. And Thank so you. Can, can you please describe here, I have in one of your Facebook um, posts, uh, you're talking about, it really amazed me, this is why I have a, a screenshotted it, uh, Claire Gustant uh, can taste energy of space or person, and uh, obviously you you probably have a lot of uh, clairsentience and uh, clairvoyance. And uh, can you describe all your- um, you know? All the clairs? Yes. <laughs> all the clairs. Actually, I used to think there was five of them. I found out there was more. Um, I think a lot, first of all, I wanna say um, <clears throat> all those things that you said about me and about my family and what's going on. I really appreciate um, you. I can tell that you did a little bit more delving into things because you said things that I didn't say. And uh, that's really nice of you to do a little bit of, that's really nice of you to do a little bit of background check. Um, I'm, I'm a fairly complicated individual yet very simple. I work from nature. I look at everything according to nature. And when I say nature, I don't just mean the earth. This is why my star is called Earth and Sky Connection. And I named my son Skylar because that's the sky. And I'm the Earth. Wow. 
okay? I'm the earth. I'm the one who's always looking on the earth. What do I need to do? My name is Tamara White Wolf, yes, but I also carry the energy of the eagle. And I was gifted that a long time ago. Um, White Wolf came to me in a dream and then was confirmed by a medicine man. But eagle, an eagle woman also was given to me by a medicine uh, person many moons ago. So what that means really is I look down on the universe and to try to see the bigger picture. What is the bigger picture? And that's really important is to try to see the bigger picture. Today, actually, I just said to someone, you know, as a leader, uh, we're in very, very, very important positions. We really need to try to see the bigger picture in all things. And, and that does not mean siding and siding with this way or siding with that way with all the troubles that people are having regarding COVID and the mandates and whether you get vaxxed or not and all of this stuff. It's really causing a lot of divide. And as a leader, we need to avoid the divide. We need to find a way to bring us together. So I've been working really hard on that and, and trying to help people who are in leadership positions to come from a place of kindness, love, and truth. And those three things are hard to join together. They're very hard to join together. It sounds easy, but it's not. Because if someone says something you don't agree with, boom, you're getting on the defense, becoming offended and then responding from that ego place. So we really, I'm not saying I've never done that. Oh yes, that's how I learned about it <laughs> because I did it. And I think we need to keep on, you know, coming from a place of love and kindness and open, being open and, and, and willing to look at different alternative ways. So by rising up and looking down and trying to see the picture as a whole, I think that's important. And with your subject around grief, I want to say to you that uh, grief is not just something we feel when someone dies or when our pet dies or, you know, grief is something we feel when something we love dies, period, whatever that is. And right now, our whole world is, is struggling with grief. Our whole world is. And this is because we've lost the ability to be free. We've lost the ability to share our, our unique love types our love language many of us are touchers huggers feelers kissers where what's happening now with that is you know our poor animals are getting smothered by us i mean <laughs> truly uh, in fact i went and got three more cats just so that i had somewhere to put it <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah but i mean i think a lot of people are struggling with with it and are grieving deeply and mourning the loss of their lives or previous lives before COVID. so having patience and kindness extra kindness extra patience extra understanding these things are really important and you know as a reverend as an ordained minister um, i think that role and you are too i understand um, that role that we carry isn't just at the altar for marrying folks. It isn't just at the altar for memorials. It isn't just at the altar for baby blessings. No, it's deeper. It's every day. I mean, you can smile with your eyes when you've got a mask on. You can be kind and open, open doors. You can be kind and say kind things to folks that look down. These things are important. And as ordained ministers, we have a bigger responsibility than we've ever had, I think. I think. Well, ultimately, the way I see it, everybody has to step up to the plate 
take ownership, become empowered, become sovereign in their own light. And, and like you're saying, this leadership, everybody needs to take responsibility and, and you know, show up, right? And in their own authentic, uh, you know, energetic signature and imprint and, and not try to be someone else and do them better and get into all this third dimensional, you know, ego, ego mind thing. There's lots of it. And, and I truly, I truly believe this leadership role that everybody needs to grow into and become a pristine human, not this human 2.0 or whatever cheat sheets with the, just give me the injection and here we go. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I've been there, and done I, that, you know? <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of people out there right now who are, who are hesitant to step into the, um, the vaccine i don't mean to bring this all into the vaccine but right. we're talking about grief and right. grief is like it's this is this divide is causing grief and instead of looking at it well you better do it this way what we really need to do is get to a place of pro-choice and it doesn't matter that i think this way or you think that way i mean it matters to us but it really doesn't matter to the bigger picture it really doesn't and what we really need to step up to is kindness and stand in the middle when it comes to our expression and, and our action. So I've done my best to stay in the middle and I've taken a few hits because I didn't take a side and uh, I won't take a side. Although it may look like I'm taking sides with certain things that I post because I have a personal belief um, but in the end, what you do, if that's good for you, that's good for me, if that's good for you. And we need to stay in that position because not everybody thinks the same way. And I think that, like I said, with grief, um, how to be a good leader is to, to come from kindness and truth. So if someone asks me, what do you really think, Tamara? I'm going to tell them. But unless they ask me, is it necessary? Well, it's it's how do you feel about keeping that space open for everybody to be encouraged to personally express their creative uh, expression, uh, their personal expression uh, of creativity, because that in itself is what creates the grief, I believe. Say that again. I it, really want to get that to keep the space open for self uh, expression, creative self expression. And when you do that, you can begin to heal the heart. Yes. So another that's what I was saying just the other day, is that if you're dealing with a lot of grief, if you're having a lot of uh, problems managing that grief, then the only way out that I'm aware of is nature and creating. Creative I mean, counseling, of course, of, of course, counseling helps. Yes. I, I should have said that first. But most definitely to help yourself on a regular basis is nature. Nature is the way out. And if you don't have, if let's say you're a, a, a housebound, well, then get three cats, <laughs> you know, uh, do some crafts, do some creativity. So can um, I right. ask you, can I, sorry to interrupt, can I ask you about your cats now? Because I have a family of birds and I feel like they adopted me into their family 
And how is it that you feel about your family uh, connection and unit to these cats? Are they've taken you into their family or you've taken them into how does that work with dynamics? Well, I'd like to know. <laughs> I, I brought them in. Um, okay. I, have, I have a beautiful King Shepherd who wasn't sure about it, um, but he he's blind and he's young. So he's very much full of energy. So I really had to work with the dog. It took me a month for the dog to accept the cats. And the cats oh, are babies. Oh. The cats were only eight weeks old when I got them. But we live in an island that has many rats. And <laughs> I'm not fond of rats unless they're in cages. <laughs> and, and I don't want them in my house. I've experienced it once before. And it was, it was frightening, actually, living with rats in my house. And so I bought these three cats from this young lady. And I decided that I would raise them. I'm allergic to them too. Oh, so wow. I, but I have this little bunkie. So anyways, I created a little cat house with a catio and I bring them into the house every day, my house, because I can have them around me, but I can't sleep with them. Anyway, they are, we are in love, all of us. And at first they weren't very fond of being touched and they're still not fond of being held, but they are fond of playing and loving and they're very sweet little babies. And I, and I'm, I have to say that they've brought a joy to my life. It make me giggle because they're, they're so playful and they're silly, you know, and they do silly things and they, they just look funny when they stand on their feet and they got their, you know, their front paw standing up, whacking the dog in the nose. And it makes me laugh. But so the, I like that, and I'm grateful for for their innocence. I'm grateful for their their sweetness. So that's how I mean. I brought them in. They're going to be working soon enough. Right now, I've got myself a remote control rat that I'm teaching them how to get the rat. <laughs> wow, you're training them. It's great. They actually retrieve. They retrieve things. I throw stuff, and they come back with it and, and I'm just trying to teach them like kind of I'm really a dog person so they're getting all my dog training <laughs> and so now with earth and sky connection can you tell me a little bit about your service because I'd like to know about this eagle feather healing and reading uh, okay because you don't really you say after using the feather to cleanse away physical mental and spiritual unwellness the eagle feather is and then i don't know what else it says <laughs> that's why i'm curious sometimes sometimes spirit is uh, offers this feather to the person it's never my choice so um it just depends i, I am a very lucky individual i find eagle feathers all the time and that's because I hold the medicine and I know that. In fact, the day uh, that I, one of the days that I had bought this property <clears throat> and um, I was being guided fully by creator. I really didn't know what to do, but I did see this property online in April of 2020 before I moved here. Anyways, when I finally bought the property, I was just roaming the area trying to get to know the neighborhood. And don't I find an eagle feather in the middle of the road a block and a half away from my property. Not a lie, no exaggeration. So I picked it up, brought it home, and when I moved, well, brought it back here. I hadn't moved in yet. Um, I just bought it. So that feather came to me and it was like, you are doing the right thing, Tamara. You're on the right track. So I'm like, great. So I move in. Three days after I move in, I promise you this is true. Another eagle feather right in front of the doorstep of the shop where the cats now are. 
it's going to be a shop in the summer. But right now the cats are living there while it's winter and I get the rest of the, their outdoor houses set up. So anyways, I found two eagle feathers in a period of one month. <clears throat> and people I've told say, what? I've been here all my life and never found one, ever. Where did you get it? I said, in the middle of the road and right in front of my house. And they're all in shock because it's not common. So what's that telling me? That tells me that I did the right thing. That tells me I'm on the right path. That tells me that Eagle Medicine is working with me. So what happens now is I've been, as I said to you, I was given the name Eagle Woman years ago. And I was taught how to do Eagle Feather cleansing and Eagle Feather readings. And so I started offering that up probably about 15 years ago, maybe, maybe a little bit longer now, I don't know. <clears throat> but that is a very, very intense healing tradition um, that Ojibwe folks um, have been doing for I don't even know how long, for a long time, I'm sure. And what it is, is you take the feather and you brush it against the body upwards and downwards to take all of the energy that may not be serving the person to their highest good. And then you flick it off the feather into a fire like a candle, just like a candle like that. Um, but you're using your bundle of sage and sweetgrass, the smoke, to brush across the person's body. So when that's all said and done, then I sit down <clears> and I would read the feather just like a psychic reading. Hmm. And sometimes at the end of it, sometimes spirit tells me I'm to give them that feather. And so I do as I'm, I'm supposed to do, but not all the time. Some people aren't ready to carry a feather like that. Some people aren't, and I'm not the one who makes that decision. I am not. I just listen to spirit. Excuse me. Okay, so when, are you channeling like your higher self? Is this what you're doing when this is happens? Are you going to connect? I always channel with spirit your higher self everything everything i do is is directed okay because some people they say they channel this person or this you know not person their guides actually and they give them names and they yeah, give everybody's asked me for that i don't have names for you i call it spirit or creator great spirit creator whoever sometimes <clears throat> Sometimes I get a feeling it's a grandmother. Sometimes I get a feeling, I don't know. I have tried to ask their names and um, over the years. And I hear laughter when I ask names. Exactly. And it means you're real. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? You need my name? That's a, that's a human thing. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah, it's like the sub-personalities, you know, when you have and you, you split them, like oh. the warrior that becomes the wise person, shaman, that's, elder. That's yeah. the feather I found on my doorstep. I just realized it was sitting oh. in front of me. That's one of them. Isn't that something? And then I, is, there, is the other one here? It might be. One second. I want to see if it's here. No. As you can tell, I like the bird clan, <laughs> the angelic realms and the ethereal and like you're saying, earth. And, and here's the other one. Here's the other one I found on the road. Nice. I mean, seriously, earth. what's that? I found both of them. No exaggeration. Honestly, I couldn't believe it, Maria. I couldn't even believe it. You know, they're but, teaching me so much, these, the birds, you know, the birds are teaching me so much because there's so many things like they, they actually shapeshift, <laughs> you know, there is no real gender to them if they, if there's enough, 
if there's too many males, then a female appears. You know? <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I'll tell you another, another little story about eagles, since you're so interested in the birds, you'll love this one. Um, well, it starts out sad. Uh, I had, remember I said I, I have a red, I have a red King Shepherd. He's a beauty boy. He had a brother. His brother died at 18 months of a heart attack. Long story short, this beautiful shepherd that died, he was only 18 months old. And he used to love the birds. So if they were on TV or if they were outside, he would sit and watch them and watch them and watch them and watch them. And I couldn't believe how observant this beautiful shepherd was. His name was Adonis. And that represents love, by the way, Adonis. <laughs> and so he would watch these birds. I'd, I got video of him sitting in front of the TV watching the birds. Like this dog was amazing. So when he died, every single bird in my neighborhood <clears throat> came to me and chatted to me. And I had this one flicker, wow. the woodpecker, who would go to this, um, it's a chimney, and he, and he kept hitting it, hitting it. And he was like talking to me in Morse code. And he'd go on and on. And I, I was in shock listening to this bird. And my, my dog that lived, Venus, would sit there and look at this and listen, listen. And then we and all these birds swooped down in front of me. Mm -hmm. And then not long yeah. after, not even a month later, I'm asking creator, am I really supposed to move to BC? Is this really what you want me to do? Because it's <clears> going to be a big deal. I'm going to have to shut my shop. I have to sell my property and leave my family, my friends. Do you really want me to do this? Don't make a mistake. So don't you know what happened? A huge bald eagle flew over my head, circling me and my property. I have pictures of it. I'm not even exaggerating. And another young lady was there watching it with me. We were in shock. Now I'm in Ontario where there really isn't bald eagles around. So that's a, that's a really good message. That's a message. That's like, that was like confirmation. So I went fine and I packed up and here I am. And don't I find an eagle feather not even months after I arrived. Have you been doing any any uh, celebrations of life or memorial services over there? How's it been? Not yet. Not yet. Um, really, I just unpacked all my boxes. So if you're going to, you have the land. I mean, you can provide services over there and do things because a lot of these places won't let you go in unless you show some kind of vaccine passport that you're a Zeta Reticula now or something like that. Well, I have a little tiny chapel, which is beautiful, and nobody can fit into it, only like a handful of people, which is perfect, because that means, and there's an, like an outdoor awning, so that means we have to do everything outside. Great. Great. And I have a parking area for at least maybe 30 cars. Wow. And that's, that's good enough for me. <clears throat> and if people want small things, small venues, small weddings, small uh, memorials, small baby blessings I can provide. And what about your workshops? What exactly are they like healing resorts? I didn't really delve into it too much. Can you yeah. uh, tell us more? It used to be. I, I've had resorts, shamanic healing resorts and shamanic teaching <clears throat> resorts. <clears throat> when I was living in Ontario, we had seven acres and a teepee. And, and so, yeah, we did that out that way. But here, I'm not sure how I'm gonna do it. At the moment, everything I'm doing is online at the moment right. 
But as, as COVID settles down and people become more comfortable and I become more comfortable with them around me, I will likely do outside workshops. Um, my son and I are talking though about, you know, what does it look like for us, for the store and, you know, down in the future, where will we go, what will happen? So what we've come up with so far is a mobile vehicle that we're going to be um, constructing in a way that we can take it to all the fairs and markets and stuff like that, but also have this little <coughs> at-home shop. And the at-home shop will be by appointment because it's only about maybe 300 square feet, just a little tiny place. But then at least I can carry all the things that I make there and things that, uh, that we create or stones or whatever it is I happen to have, crystals, herbs. Um, and we'll also have it in the mobile. So we'll go for weekends to do the fairs, come back and through the week if somebody wants to pick something up that they couldn't get to the fair or whatever, then they can come and, and get it here. But we are talking about whether we want to rent a location and do things down the road. There is a community center that's being developed just down the road from me here, which I might take advantage of and be, you know, a rent space there or we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So everybody can find your services and workshops and all your products that you can, you also sell online. And uh, this is at www.earthandskyconnection.com. And it's also the same direct one that people can reach you at www.tamarawhitewill.com. Yeah. Okay, so folks, check out her website. She has so much to offer. And also this TikTok. <laughs> I don't know. TikTok is pretty limited. You really got to try and, you know, fit into that creativity. It's. It took me some time to find my comfort zone there. I'm still not fully comfortable there. I've been playing with it for a few months. And, and I think I'm ready to uh, do some online stuff. And what I thought I'd do there which I think is a much better platform than let's say um, Facebook, partially because Facebook is, is censoring so badly right now, um, but mostly because uh, you can reach a far wider audience. Um, TikTok, you can, you can have like 150,000 members or more. So your platform provides you opportunity to give more of yourself to more people so TikTok, i think is a good place and people will start to realize it's a it's an opportunity um <clears throat> now for me what i plan to do sorry i have some sinuses going on right now i realize um i did not know that about uh, TikTok. like are you paying into the service no because it only gives you like elevator speeches like you can do only like got a minute you know <laughs> That's at first. At first. Oh yeah. So once you have a thousand friends, which I have now. Okay. So on Monday, if you join TikTok, I'll send you a link. Join TikTok just in order to watch me for a minute, okay? And then you'll see what I'll do. And what I'll do is I will talk about, for instance, I'm going to talk about the Sabbaths, the four directions, shamanism, healing, herbalism, the moon, and. <clears throat> the moon aspects, astrology news, and so on and so on. There's so many things I can talk about. So I'm going to talk about them as a mini workshop. So it's sort of like a preamble to what I might put together down the road. But you're going to still get a whole lot of free stuff because a lot of people can't afford it. 
you know, and they, and they can't afford to take full-time workshops, especially now with what's going on. So what I'll do is I'll develop that first. Once that's developed, then I'm also developing in line with that uh, Astrology News Shaman Witch TV on YouTube. Now, there's nothing there yet, but it's about to happen in the new year. So I'm, I'm building the, the energy from TikTok, then I'll go to, the, to YouTube. And what I'll end up doing is instead of offering you my classes for the normal rates, which in person for a tarot class is $30 a session, I might be able to offer people $10 a session. Because if the more who are watching, the more who are on your platform, the more money you can make, the less you have to charge. Enticing. Now, right? you haven't really mentioned TikTok. Yes, you can be found there. But what is your name? What is your thread? Can you can you tell yeah. us that? I know well, my name is Tamara, T-A-M-A-R-E, White Wolf. But I think it's uh, it's called at Spirit Talk. Okay, so you're I gonna... called my channel Spirit Talk. You're going to have to give me that thread so I can add it to this um, radio talk show or wherever other social media platform that this happens to show itself. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so that is, uh, that's my intention. And I'll be doing free things on Mondays. That's my intent. Wow. So those and are called moon days to me. Moon days are a time to reflect. Moon, moon days. Okay. Monday, yeah. <laughs> so I, I I don't know if anything else that I wanted to ask you here uh, the services you provide is there anything else you'd like you'd like to share with us in this open platform winter time this is winter and it is a time for learning for reflecting for resting for recuperating for rejuvenating the reason why we have a blanket of snow is so that we take a moment cozy up. I think it's really important for people to take a step back and review their lives. And also because of the solar eclipse that we just went through, it's a good time to let go of what's not serving your highest good. It's a good time to rejuvenate and to reflect and to reevaluate. So I think that uh, that's what I'd like to leave on, um, on is this is a time for learning, teaching, reflecting, clearing, dreaming, and get a good journal out, get a good journal and write down things that come to you that, that you've realized. And, and remember to be kind. And what kind of medicines do you provide uh, herbs and um, all of them for detoxifications, right? All of now? them, all of them. There's so many. There's a lot. There's so many. And I have probably about 300 herbs or 400 herbs something like that wow are you growing them yourself or are you no i do wildcraft <laughs> some of them and i do grow some myself but no not that many and i just moved in the property in march so it's going to take some time before my gardens are are full but i did develop a witchy garden this summer and i'm just getting her up and running and it, uh, it'll be fun once she starts producing right now i do more uh, forging or wildcrafting are you planning on creating your own alchemy oils or anything like that? Yes. yes. Awesome. In fact, I do make blends and mixes. Um, I have lots of oils and I have lots of herbs <clears throat> and lots of things. And I blend them and make things. And you're right, salves, potions, lotions, all of it. And teas. So I love my teas. 
Oh, teas. Oh, great. And you were saying about something about sweet grass, and I was thinking the smudging uh, with. Um, uh, help me out here. <laughs> you know, I think there's four different. Um, yeah, there's the four medicines: are sweet grass, sage, tobacco, and cedar. Okay. I used sage and cedar and sweet grass this morning. In okay. fact, I got smoke in my eye, which is why I've been doing this. Okay. <laughs> smoke in my eye. And uh, then, of course, that gives me allergies. I have a little bit of carcinogenic problems, so smoke itself can bother me. So what would you say the best medicine for healing grief or at least starting on the process? Cedar. Cedar? And does that any does that represent any element or core? Yes, it represents the water, okay. which is of course why I'm crying. <laughs> it's emotion, it's water, it's love. It's a south direction in not my teachings, although it depends on which native teachings you have, mine are Ojibwe. Okay, Cree's different so, then. Yeah, everything's a little bit different, and I don't know them all, so I don't know where everybody puts everything. But in my teaching, cedar comes from the south doorway. And um, the sweet grass that you were burning, what does that represent for you? That's the northern doorway, um, the direction of the north where the elders and, and gratefulness is. And this is, um, you see, each of the four directions represent not colors, they represent seasons, they represent times of our lives, they represent the elements, they represent herbs, different herbs. Um, so there's a lot of teachings in the medicine wheel, and I do teach some of that as we go to probably doing some of that as well. I find shamanism to be very earthy. Oh, yeah. And the way you put it, earth and sky connection, I just started connecting more to an Egyptian kind of, <laughs> I don't know, for some reason. But with you, it has to do with Native Aboriginal uh, First Nations people. Um, well, yes, it also has to do with, <clears throat> I'm part Italian. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Italian, I'm Native, and I got some, I guess, uh, some English in me. Um, I think for me, the, where, where my family comes from, there's the, the witch in the Italy. And also, I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of history of tarot and psychicism in Italy. In fact, I went there just before the pandemic, and I have planned to come back, go back, because... There are so many places, so many sites I'd like to see where there's big, huge paintings on people on the buildings, all related to the magic and and uh, scripture of tarot. So a lot of people don't know this, but tarot is not the the scary thing that people have said about it. In fact, um, the teachings of the tarot are kept in the vaults of the Vatican, and that should tell you something. So again, um, with earth and sky connection, what I get at with it is the metaphysical, the ethereal and the earth. Yes. So that connecting both means metaphysical to me. Exactly. Is that exactly. what I'm getting? And yeah. metaphysical, it doesn't have to go only in one direction. It can come back and transfigure and transform from the transmutation and possibly transcend into another like a butterfly or whatever right and this is this is how i see the alchemy of things in the metaphysical and i don't know if you're aware of it 
even though I know you through um, Tamara um, James, um, and that's how I Facebook friended you because you're one of Tamara James friends. Um, the reason I find that I've connected with you is is to do with the metaphysical ministry that I've been ordained uh, with. The Likewise. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's exactly again. Because <laughs> I wanted to know where were you ordained? Right? So I was okay. originally ordained with um, Rita at the Bancroft, Bancroft Spiritual Center. And then I, um, uh, moving out here, I had to reconnect with the CCIM, I think it's called. Right. It is. Right. And uh, that's with Greg Braden, or not Braden, Greg Bright. Greg Bright. Right. And uh, I've really just joined that group, so I'm not really familiar with everything and everyone in it. Um, but I did notice you were in it. Well, I'm thinking of actually eventually getting around to asking Greg Bright uh, to come on this show and do a heart to heart conversation so that we can better get to know him and become more connected idea. with each other, you see, and strengthen this light. You know? Absolutely. Sounds great. And so it's it's been a such a wonderful pleasure it's it's an honor to have someone who doesn't make such a big deal about well no you got to mention you know or i'm uh ordained in the sense of this entitlement that i'm a reverend you know you never said anything and i almost forgot to even add that title the whole time right and i'm like okay that means like you're so real you see this is how i find how authentic you. you truly are and, and so um, with that said, maybe we can wrap it up and I would love to come back uh, again and revisit this and see where you've expanded some more and uh, share with us all these things that, you know, we're creator God beings really is what we are. Once we are able to heal through all our traumas and work through everything. And that's what Tamara White Wolf, Reverend, Tamara White Wolf can offer this, you. you know, healing modalities. And as a shaman teacher, she has so much that she can help to guide you through this grieving process to heal your heart, be able to breathe much more deeply. And the deeper you can go, the more you'll be able to ascend. And Absolutely. So, <clears throat> Absolutely. With, um, so, in closing, would you like to maybe wrap it up a little bit and say a few things or anything you would like to further add? Thank you. I think I said it. <laughs> well, all right then. Thank you so very much, Reverend Tamara Whitewell. You're welcome, my dear. We'll talk again.